Welcome to Never End the Story, a rewatch podcast where we watch the movies of our childhood, along with Tepper, a grown man who has never seen them before. I'm your host, Ivan. Whatever, Dad. I'm Chris, and uh, I'm an American band. I'm Connor, and I'm back to my old recording setup because there are children in my house. Help me, I am trapped on the second floor. (laughs) And I'm Tepper, and may Connor suffer eternally with children. Fuck you. Yeah, ew. (laughs) That's what you get for subjecting me to bad movies. Also the best movie on the list. A fluke. (laughs) Fight me. This week we'll be watching A Goofy Movie, directed by Kevin Lima, released in 1995. This film marks the only time that Star Trek has ever been directly referenced in a Disney film. Huh. Connor and myself brought this movie to us this week. Why? Because this movie's fucking dope. Yeah, Love this yes. movie. It's so hype. I want to watch this so bad. I've been wanting to watch this movie fo- so much for like a year now. And every time, Sean is just like, it's on the list. We got to sh- watch it with Tepper. I'm like, ah. Ah. And so now I finally pulled the trigger and said, this is this week it's happening. Oh, yeah, it was real good during the meeting because you were just like, we were like, what movie should we watch? And you're like, we're watching a goofy movie. And we're like, well, we have all these other options. You're like, no, we're watching a goofy movie. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, all right, I'm down. Put me on, coach. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, it's real rad. I don't know if this is one of the many films that got recorded on the VCR or if this was something that was rented from Cherry Hill Video Plus. But watch this movie many times over the span of probably like a year or two. And then I'm not, I don't think I've actually seen it since. It's been a long while. But I've listened to some of the songs from it more recently. Does anyone else have a personal connection to this film? I've, I've seen it. As a child, I think I said before that I remember exactly one scene where they're like going camping or something and they pack up the car. That's all. That is it. It's all that's in my brain about this. You're in for a fucking treat. Uh, We're now showing Tepper the poster for this movie. Tepper, please describe the poster and let us and tell us what you think the movie's about. Oh, oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) um okay so blue background the top walt disney pictures presents a goofy movie uh very stylized font i like it um and then um posing to assert dominance is uh goofy and his son um and the on the like the bottom left it says it's hard to be cool when your dad is goofy also um his son is wearing a weird like jumpsuit oh yeah i was gonna force you to talk about this power suit i remember this suit (laughs) this suit makes me i think i know the plot of this movie (laughs) (laughs) because of the suit no, I think I can guess. Like, basically, this movie's Napoleon Dynamite. I have not seen Napoleon Dynamite, so I wouldn't be able to answer that. I refuse to spoil anything by confirming or denying. 
All right, all right. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to worry about spoiling too much. Like, I know the entire ending sequence to this movie. But really, it's the journey that matters. Eh. Like, like I'll be honest, I'm not a huge fan of Goofy at all. Um, or anything that has to do with Goofy, like, in terms of Disney properties. Well, you're going to be in for a fun trip then. <laughs> yeah, I, I just thought I'd give everyone the heads up of, like, yeah, not part of the reason why I never watched this when I was a kid. Because, yeah, Goofy sucks. Because you, you don't like Disney's only good character? Hmm. God, if that was their only good character. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, so that's the post of the movie. It's uh, it's effective in presenting, I think, uh, what the movie's about. Uh, just enough. What is the movie about? <laughs> uh... <laughs> I read a book. It was very good. The plot was good at being the plot of a book. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Hi, there's this there's this book. It's got words in it. Um it's twelve point font. <laughs> Four hundred pages. That is my book review. Alright, we'll see you after the film. Max, look! It's the Leaning Tower of Cheesa. <laughs> and we're back. So, what did everyone think? That was a movie. That was awesome. It was so good. <laughs> uh, that was an enjoyable, what, 70-some minutes? Yeah, uh, 77, I believe. If the show is that, I don't, I can't, I don't know. Not edgy enough. <laughs> I saw the two goth goofies and I was like, yeah, and that was all we saw of them. And it was it was a goofy it was as advertised. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't remember the show much. Um It's probably less goofy than this. More musical than I thought it'd be. It was more musical than I remembered it being. Like, when it opened with Max singing, basically, I was like, oh. Like, I knew there was definitely some musical numbers. I didn't realize, like, basically all of them are sung by the cast. It's a Disney movie. Yeah, but even then, like, like some Disney movies are more, like, here is lots of songs, but it's not necessarily being sang by people. S- super short songs, though. True. Yeah, yeah, they were pretty brief. And like the one, the one big one gets used like three times. I think. Yeah, I wish Pete got a song about how he abuses his son. That would have been nice. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, it's Pete and PJ or Pete Junior. Bad parents will be bad parents. I mean, at least Pete's uh, at least Pete Junior has a mom in the show. Max doesn't. Ouch! His mom's dead. Yeah. Yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Why, Ivan? Why are you being so mean to this poor cartoon? Yeah. <laughs> We've been over this. You must dab on the haters. Oh my god. <laughs> Dabbing um, on kids whose moms died. Question so I'm gonna mark. start. I'm gonna just start there. 
with my realization that this movie invented dabbing 20 years before it was believed to come into existence. Do you know when? Do you know? Do you have the exact like time code? Uh, in the movie, no. I should have. Uh, it was. It's in the first ten minutes. It's around the five to seven minute mark. It's in like with the first dance. Yeah, thing. that yeah. like it's, auditorium performance. Yeah, it's immediately after. So, so Max, uh, end of school prank ish, decides to uh, dress up as. Power, power cord power line power line, power line. Uh, prince prince michael jackson uh bobby brown or something apparently um and do a a musical number not technically on stage wasn't his original plan but anyways he ends up on stage his one sort of friend bobby uh uses a uses a fire extinguisher for some smoke and then they launch him up into the air on a cable and it's it's his first it's his first natural reaction to being hoisted into the air is to dab on all of the haters before him and it is a v- very impressive form what a chad like that's just a perfect dab it's quite impressive but yeah cuz like the dab was believed to be created in the mid to late 2010s it's such perfect form. So. By by look at by, that dab form. Who invented it though? DARPA was it DARPA? Is it MIT? <laughs> uh, it's just uh, I don't. Know, I didn't read. There's a lot of this article. It's a uh, very hip hop is the answer. Okay, all right. It, or at like least this the movie. easy answer. Oh, apparently in Dragon Ball Z, Gohan occasionally dabs as Saiyan. That's true. And it dates back even further in anime. Anyways, I'll not continue to look at that article right now. <laughs> Join us for our new podcast, The History of Dabbing. <laughs> Fuck. It has it has a hundred thousand downloads already. Chris, what is your avatar? Oh, oh I, it's that. I, I, I think one. you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It just looked like red and green to me. I don't know why the colors are so saturated as your avatar. Yeah, it is very saturated. It's true. He's really blushing. Yeah, there's if you if you watch this movie along with us, you poor poor people, uh, you you know what I'm doing. The scene when Goofy walks in and the lady in the change room and he does the crazy face. It's good. It's good. I and like in case it. you're wondering, viewers, uh. Ivan and I changed our pictures to Max Dabbing. Yep. Which really should be his last name. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe his full name is Maximilian Dabbing Goof. There were there were a lot of like little moments um if 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 we're done exploring the history of dab. Uh there were a lot of like little moments in this movie that were pretty funny and like good little bits. It reminded me a lot of the Simpsons of the same era. Yeah, I can see that. Especially with like the big cast of characters and like, uh, like when they're doing the "They're on the Road" song and the and then like the dead guy is singing and dancing on top of his car. That was great. There was yeah, there was some. There was a lot of characters on that highway, and the like reoccurring nuns just on the road. 
Well, even like the high school had like 50 distinct 90s high school people. Yep. That school was filthy. Did anyone else find that school to be like just covered in garbage? It was like my high school, kind of. I didn't really pay attention to that. With less but... aerosol cheese, which I'm actually upset about. Oh. So so oh. there was so 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 there was a scene from this movie that I only only upon watching it now I realized I saw before, which was the. Um, the Leaning Tower Leaning, of Cheesa? Cheesa? Yeah, the Leaning Tower of Cheesa. Uh, fun fact with me about this movie, I watched this movie as a child, and then, because of Bobby, had a small obsession with aerosol cheese. I wanted it so bad as a child. Is is that a real thing? Yes! Yeah. Of course it is. Oh my god. Disney is not that creative. <laughs> okay, civilization is over, is guys. It, it's it's, time to it's go illegal back. in Canada, though, right? Like... <laughs> I've never seen it in Canada, but I have had it in the States. Yeah, yeah. I, I assume that our constitution... <laughs> I'm, like, I'm pretty sure I've, I feel like I've definitely seen it at a grocery store back in the like mid-late 90s, but it was never something that I have tried. It's like a cheese whiz, but under high pressure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that I, sounds that so I disgusting. <laughs> so, so disgusting. That... <laughs> That, that character was so fucking nasty. Like, just opening his mouth and just pouring that fucking cheese in. Just like, oh. That dude was my hero growing oh. up. Yeah. Like, I mean, fucking... like, that's the thing. Like, like my my family bought cheese with plenty. So it's like, it's not, it's, if they, like, intentionally avoided aerosol cheese, then that's just, just practically hypocritical. I ate a lot of cheese whiz as a child and I ate some aerosol cheese. I had cheese whiz recently like within the past few months that shit does not taste like food like it does no. not taste like something you no. should be no. eating no it really doesn't <laughs> what the fuck yeah it nasty mm-hmm. i'll still eat it like god of course you would um i mean other than the whole like cheese eating thing that character was kind of fun but like, no <laughs> when he when he fucking sprays cheese on the two girls at the end it's just like oh my god that's so gross <laughs> they were into it though that's the real important thing with with bobby is he gets consent before he sprays cheese on people <laughs> even back in the 90s yeah, holly shore character please bobby spray cheese on my face oh, i'm no. into it <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Enthusiastic consent. <laughs> I have found a new fetish. No, no, no. Christopher, <laughs> what? <laughs> Tell me to fetch the cheese. <laughs> no, way, this is my responsibility. <laughs> He's so excited about his cheese. So I've I found an image of this high school, and I gotta say, it's filthy. It's absolutely filthy, and everyone looks sad and dirty. This is like, a, I don't know. This movie was like gritty and horny for a Disney movie is how I felt about it. Oh, man, it was so horny. It is, yeah, this movie was incredibly horny. Yeah. Yeah, that looks about like a high school. Yeah. 
Wasn't your high school, like, designed after a prison? Yeah. yeah. It was also, like, only... It was open the year before me, so it wasn't... It literally couldn't beca- have become this messy at that point, but... Yeah, mine was fairly new, too, so I don't understand. Uh, my I parents have... went to my high school. Uh, no, I have this thing called white privilege, so I went to a nice school. I was going to say, I went to a well-funded Catholic school. <laughs> I went to a Catholic the... school. Away from the dirty uh, public kids. The unbelievers. I went to a Catholic school, but because I was in drama, we went to a lot of like different high schools, and this is kind of what public high schools looked like. Yeah, like I um. And like the phys ed area of my high school. Yeah, it checks out. But yeah, I had as much fun with this movie as I expected to. It still was a great time for me. Oh yeah, I fucking love this movie. Yeah. The opening song's kind of weak, but I enjoy all the others. What's everybody's favorite song from this movie? Powerline, baby. Powerlines, yeah. yeah. Whatever the fuck Powerline's song is, it's fun. I think fun. it's called Stand Out. Is it this, is, does he only have one song? Yeah. I mean, because the song he sings at the end is not the same one that Max sings, correct? Or is it the same one? I think mm-hmm. those are two songs. Let's check IMDb. Maybe it'll tell us. I think they're two. I think the first song that Max sings is supposed to be a Powerline song, and he's yes. just like, "Holy shit!" He invented the lyric video too. <laughs> <laughs> this is a pillar of millennial culture. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure those are both distinct songs, and I enjoy both of them. But I assume it's called Stand Up. Because that's the kind of chorus line. Uh, Standout is one of the songs. Uh, I'm looking... Eye to Eye is the last song. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. I knew I knew that. I've listened to both of those songs rather recently and or frequently. I just went through the soundtrack and it was like, what else is performed by Tevin Campbell? Yeah. <laughs> So, for me, it's gotta be Lester's Possum Park. (laughs) Oh, no. I loved that place. That was the best. I can't believe they blew their load that early in the movie. I just... I just don't like how hypocritical everyone there is. Just, like, looks at Goofy family. What a bunch of dorks. We all here at the Possum Posse, too. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Also, Possum Posse! <laughs> yes! <laughs> I am enthusiastically excited about this theme park, and I want to go. I love how awful the entrance is. I love the hats, I love the entrance, I love the actual possums at the photo booth. Yeah. Yes! You know it's a good photo booth when there are actual possums. A, a possum-themed theme park is not. Like, possums are diseased little creatures. Yeah. Just, yeah, they're also uh, extremely ugly. And they eat trash. Yeah, yeah! Covered in <laughs> skins rotting. There's in. no waiver, but there's also, like, no entrance fee. So, like, you just, you come in here knowing. And it's also the 90s. Also that. This movie made me glad that my dad has a similar taste in music to me. <laughs> tanks? Did you say tanks? Yeah, songs about tanks. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> yes, there's entire albums dedicated to tanks. Yeah. If I found an album dedicated to tanks, I would 100% get it for you. Oh my god. I wouldn't even care if you liked it or not. Present complete. <laughs> Check off side quest. <laughs> oh no. Sounds horrifying. Oh. Um the oh man, I love like Bigfoot learning to dance is very good. Just learning about music. I got nervous when I saw Bigfoot because I had like flashbacks of Tenacious D. That's what I was yeah, I what you were gonna say. <laughs> I'm just like, oh it's Tenacious D again. <laughs> Here I we was are. so nervous, but this was a much better Bigfoot sequence. Yeah. Also, like, Goofy ain't goofing. The the perfect cast works. How many other fishermen have caught Bigfoot? I mean, yeah. I mean, that's true. I want to know how that was resolved, though. Like, they just sort of went to sleep. Oh, with a scene cut. I mean, Bigfoot probably <laughs> got bored. He was he was quite intelligent. Like, he didn't desire to kill them. He also like got the stake. He never like actually lost that. He seemed to just want to like fuck, fuck around. With them. Yeah. Yeah. Like incredibly mean spirited. Yeah. Yeah, my life. <laughs> uh man. Yeah, th- this movie was like alright. I I didn't love it or anything. There were I mean, very fun moments. Yeah. I like I didn't hate it. Would I watch it again? Uh Every probably not. Day. I probably wouldn't really be ever be down to watch it again. I love the '90s Space Gear. Can we talk about '90s Space Gear for a bit? Sure. Do you mean Powerline's outfit? Powerline's or? outfit, yeah. And like everyone in his team's outfits, mostly just Space 90s Gear. Space. So is is he just like a um, power and like hydroelectric? Like he's just a hydro. He's a Spider-Man villain. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's see, but he has like Tesla coils. But he's wearing a a suit with like a yeah atom on it. It's a hazmat suit esque. But it's got an image of a atom evoking yes. the idea of nuclear power. But I would associate him with like hydroelectric power. I guess I don't know. His costume is a parody of the yellow hazmat costumes worn by Devo circa nineteen seventy seven and seventy eight. Okay, so he's Prince and Michael Jackson and Devo. Hell yeah. And Bobby Brown, yes. <laughs> Which of these things is not like the other? <laughs> Considering how much I liked this movie as a child, it puts a little bit more context in my brain as to why I also liked Prince so much as a child. Because hmm. I don't know, just suddenly I got real into Prince. Around grade six. I don't understand what your life is. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither, dude. I just, I don't, the naming convention of of animal people is difficult. So we've Go got on. Goofy, no last yeah. name. We have Max Goof. We have His name's Pete. Goofy Goof. No, it's not, though. Cause Goofy it, Goof. Because then it would be listed Goofy Goof. My assumption is that Max's mom's last name was Goof, and... And Max was given her last name, and Goofy has no last name. Pete, however, has the son Pete Jr. Pete. So Pete's name is Pete 
Pete? No, Pete's name is Pete. <laughs> Same thing. Peg, it must be Peg Pete, and and Pete Jr. took Pe- uh, Peg's last name. Because oh I God. believe that's her name from the show. Peg Pete, this town is so horny. <laughs> good Daddy. Good Daddy was a very yep. good sequence for me. Hey, I, I was right. I missed... Her name is Peg Pete, and his name is only Pete. Ha! <laughs> I miss things just saying daddy all the time. <laughs> We've taken daddy out of like public vernacular. It needs to come back. I need to hear people just randomly say daddy again. Do you need to hear it because of the connotation you would now hear? or you Yes! <laughs> Do you know how hard it is to find number one daddy cups? It's almost impossible. <laughs> Why? It's such an e- it's such an obvious market. Why aren't people selling those? Because I don't know, they're prudes. Weird. Oh my god. Has civilization gone too far? We uh speaking of civilization going too far, we have another like um face that launched a thousand fursuits in this movie. Oh yeah. Oh Roxanne. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. 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 She's a little bit thick. <laughs> oh my god. I <laughs> uh, yeah. I was uh, yeah. Like I was trying to think. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Like she got she's those slight chunky thighs. I'm well, I meant. It. I, <laughs> I mean both both your statement and Chris's. I was referring to. Oh man! So I brought this up during the movie, but is everyone dogs? No, Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck are I, both in I the movie. I know Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck and a zombie are in the movie. Also, a every... human woman with a with a car full of cats. No, True. that was a dog woman. Was it a dog woman? <laughs> we'll let the courts decide. Maybe this is just a dogs like country. United yeah, States are dogs. Is dog country. It's true. Like we we know that ducks are primarily from, primarily from Scotland. However, yes. in America, most of them tend to live in Duckburg. Like, so maybe this is just really racist, which isn't much different from actual well, America. So also, Pete's family are cats. I I don't want to get our podcast canceled, but like this is uh, Goofy movie is. Uh, like it's cited as like black representation in Disney movies. Powerline? No, like people like like. Uh, uh, oh my god, <laughs> I'm not the right person. I'm not equipped to have this conversation. Uh, from what I have read on the internet, uh, black people identify with identified with Goof Troop and the Goofy movie, and recognize these characters as black characters. Huh. Okay. All right. I could see that, like, especially like, cause Pete's family are cats, and they are very—they're cats. They're yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're fat cat, rich white people. Oh. Yeah, Pete's the kind of guy. Yeah, I went camp camping this weekend. It was fun. Brings a whole fucking house with him. Hmm. Yeah, I could definitely see that. That's interesting. They're cats, but everyone... I can't think about this. Okay, here's another thing that really screwed me up during this movie. Their hands are gloves. Yeah. Not everyone's, though. But some people... 
almost no women have gloves, and Why? some men don't. <laughs> no more dabbing. Um, <laughs> why are their hands gloves? Can they take off the gloves? How can you dab on your children without ha- without gloved hands? Can they take off said gloves, or are, uh, are their hands gloves? What was oh important? Quite uh, let's. I'm I'm going to the tapes. I'm going to see if the opening scene of him getting dressed involves oh. gloves or not. I mean, you will be very disturbed, uh, like I was when I realized that Bobby is one of the people with gloves, so he's pouring the Tower of Chisa onto a glove. Well, it would be unsanitary to be directly on his hand. Oh, also, <laughs> 10 minutes, 19 seconds is the timestamp of Dab. Thanks. I appreciate you. As do I you. <laughs> Okay, he he sleeps with these gloves, whether they are his body or akin to underwear. That is your unsatisfying answer. Uh, uh, am I gonna have to look up goofy porn? No, no. <laughs> I mean, everyone's going to have to look up goofy what? porn. That was such a like. That's the easiest way to find out what someone looks like completely naked obviously what you want to do but framing it as uh, I guess you guys are gonna make me well here it is again I gotta drink a beer alright Bing what you got for me oh no (laughs) oh fuck still wearing gloves We're doing a lot of research for this episode. <laughs> Interesting. Apparently, Max's principal does refer to him as Mr. Goof. R- referring okay. to Goofy. All right. Max's principal is Wallace Shawn. Hmm. Which is fu- great. Yeah, no, he that's the perfect kind of role for him. Was not in it enough, but he yeah. does it. He does a good job. Um, I never watched Goof Troop. I think this is my only experience with this Goofy verse, but... Um, I had like a religious experience when Pete started talking because that's the voice of Darkwing fucking Duck. Was it really? Yeah, hell yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I did not know that you were the same. Because yeah, like I, this is very much the voice of, of uh, Pete to me. Um, oh, that was something that I noticed in the trivia. Uh, apparently, early on, they were considering Steve Martin for the voice of Goofy. Huh. Despite the fact that Bill Farmer has been doing Goofy since 1987 and continues to do Goofy to this very day, wow! They're just they're just like eh, maybe Steve Martin. When do you think the uh, live action version is going to come out? Um, probably 2025. Yeah, that seems at their like schedule of eight movies a year. That seems about right. Yeah. Because, like, I think, like, Lilo and Stitch are 2020 or 2021. Oh, yeah. It's Jim Cummings. He does Winnie the Pooh as well. Pete's voice. Yeah. Yeah. God, that dude's way too talented. I mean, I feel like that's probably every voice actor in this is, like, our entire childhoods. Yeah. Probably. Uh, this is, this is apropos of nothing, but I have... 
the expert here that I would need to get this information. Is it me? Uh, yeah. So to do <laughs> with like uh, d- uh, dumb poses such as the dab, yeah. um, I'm going to try to describe if you kind of squat and put your arms out as if you were doing a T pose, but your forearms are pointed down. Okay. Do you can you picture that? Am I am am I making what, sense? That, that... Okay, okay. So you take your arms and put them out like you were an airplane. Yeah. And then point your forearms down. And then you kind of do a power stance squat. I'm gonna need a picture of you doing this stance for me. Okay, I'll have to find this. So <laughs> that, that sounds like a trap. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to need some blackmail from you for a minute. Uh, I'll, I'll work on that. Uh, I but mean, reference. I, well, I was, at the, I was at the Royal Ontario Museum, and I was uh, at the Kirk Hammett uh, like, uh, movie poster exhibit, and there was a family, and there was like maybe a 12-year-old girl, and she kept doing that pose every time her parents tried to take her picture, and her like brother and sister were just standing like normal people. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I think I've I found the Connor, <laughs> and I wanted to know if this was like a new thing. If this is in like, ca- in case you're wondering, during my last set of family photos, I wore my cyber goth goggles. Nice. <laughs> okay. So it's exactly this, but with arms down, like pointed down instead of up. Is that oh, a thing? Is yeah, that from that's, Fortnite? That's, that's like crab stance. Okay. That's a thing. <laughs> well, like, yeah, like this is, but if the arms are pointed down, is it still? Like, that's yeah. not... Really? That's like, that's like stocky crab stance. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. God, I'm such trash. Yes, you are. You're yeah. real garbage disposal unit. I don't know about disposal. <laughs> Amplification? Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking in terms of food, like... Oh. Yeah. Like, eat anything and everything. Uh, so, speaking of, like, the Goofy movie, a lot of murder happens in this movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mime yeah. slaughter! Mime, yeah. Mime slaughter. Good. <laughs> Thank you for coining that. <laughs> that was my proudest moment. What about the mime's laughter? It seemed funny. It was very quiet. Yeah, I mean, like, the mime was into it. Like, this was premeditated on the mime's part. That's, I guess that's the height of This was assisted suicide. If yeah. you are so good at mime that you die from it, then, like, <laughs> yeah, you're probably, there's probably a special place in mime heaven for you. Mime heaven is regular hell, by the way. Is mime heaven like dog heaven? <laughs> no, no, it's hell. <laughs> it's just normal hell. He killed some construction workers too, in addition to the mime. Mm-hmm. And, and Max secured, killed the, Max killed the security, the security guard. at the yeah, yeah. That dude is very, very dead. A lot of volts went through his body all at once. Also, like Goofy should have been pulled over a hundred times that movie. No, it's there, the 90s, there are no dude. cops in this world. He there is cops. There was a cop car on the oh, highway. Okay, yes, yeah. There's yes. one cop in this world. The state prison. They were taking the prisoner to where the fuck ever. Oh, oh, there was that. But there was also, like, when they're getting onto the highway, um, one of the cars on the road in the shot is a cop car. 
It's fine. They they only they don't pull you over for minor things. It's 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 electric chair or nothing. <laughs> it's just not worth the paperwork. Yeah, that principal was a real asshole. Your your kid did like a funny I mean, prank. Therefore, he's gonna get the electric chair. I mean, that sounds like a principal to me. That's the my childhood dude was like not even joking. Was like, your son is very sad and wishes that he had friends. <laughs> he's acted out. We think he's probably a danger to the community. Jesus, I guess I just always had friends, so I never had to worry about that. Yeah, well. Well, mine was just like, your child is turning goth and we're concerned. And I'm just like, cool, guys. And my mom's just like, yeah, I, I, I can visually see that they're turning goth. <laughs> they're like, we think she she has some mental problems. And mom's like, cool. <laughs> just did not care. Just That sounds about right. <laughs> pretty much. My mom's pretty laid back. What do you think the problem is? Not enough or too many drugs? question of the ages uh yeah i don't know if there's a lot more to go into really yeah like the movie is you know like i keep kind of repeating myself but like the movie was all right like there's not i don't know like the music was passable characters were passable it had pretty cookie cutter plot structure um you know like chris called it pretty accurately where he goes like okay guys time for the act three sad song and then, like, two minutes later, the Act 3 sad song came on. It's like, oh, okay. It was sad for, like, 30 seconds. Yeah, it, it yeah. turned triumphant. It uh, They resolved everything they needed to and were friends again by the end of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But, like, the, the movie was fine. I, I think, I guess, like, I feel... Uh, so the animation nailed expressions really well. I think that's one thing that really impressed me about this movie was how well it did facial animation for like all the characters in like conveying their emotions really well um and i think like max is a very very good like representation of a teenage kid oh yeah he's so shitty yeah i mean he has a <laughs> lot of reasons to be like like honestly i i'll be honest, like i was on his side like the whole movie like goofy Awful person, awful dad. Goofy was being unreasonable, but he wasn't being unreasonable for bad reasons. Oh yeah, no, no. Like he obviously like yeah. wasn't being an asshole. He was trying. He, he was just like, I mean, like all as as to be expected with a movie like this. All the issues are because of poor communication. Yeah, like between Max and his dad, between Max and Roxanne. Yeah, well, like Goofy wasn't listening to max at all like max is like you know like hey you didn't talk to me about like yeah. also, Max, maybe don't to lie to your girlfriend well like matt so like max didn't really like he said i don't want to do this trip he never like gave a solid reason why that being said goofy probably wouldn't have listened yeah well like because like he was saying like hey i've got a party and instead of like trying like taking a little bit of time and actually listening goofy's just like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like whatever we're going on a trip uh, yeah, basically. Goofy's also yeah. he's very gullible, right? Like the principal said, your son's gonna yeah. end up on death row. Yeah, and so he's you know he's trying to figure out how to how to prevent that from happening. And then when uh, when Pete gives him the worst parenting advice in the world, he's like, you know what? 
You're right. <laughs> I want a son just like PJ. <laughs> um, yeah. But like, and like, he talks to Roxanne. It's just like, it's like, I can't make it to this thing. And she's immediately like, I'm going to leave and find someone else to go to this party with. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, Roxanne wasn't also, like, super reasonable about it. So, like, he he starts by trying to be honest. That's, like, the most realistic high school interaction, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's where, like, yeah, like, all the interactions between the, like, the teenage characters in this movie is pretty, like, spot on. And, like, yeah, like, Max is just, like, general frustration and, like, everything with his parents. It's like, I was like, hey, I recognize that. That seems very familiar. I like. I love the montage scene though, where where he sees his dad not liking the roller coasters and stuff, and then the next one is he takes him to a house of yarn, and like, he loves that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and then they both start enjoying this trip. It's very, very satisfying. Hell yeah! Like that montage was was a very good scene. Yeah, yeah, ab- absolutely. Like the 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 um change from this trip sucks to okay yeah this trip's actually pretty decent was pretty well handled quick max do we go to california or or ohio running out of time left or right also pete pete what a fucking snitch snitches get stitches pete yeah what a i mean not when you're a cat when you're the only cat in an all dog yeah. neighborhood, things just go well for him. Also, that the 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 camper that Pete had was also fucking crazy too. Just like it goes down, cuts all the trees in the area around it, deploys everything all at once. Like, oh, I like yeah, I really liked the quick deforestation. I'm like, that's a good touch for a camper. <laughs> yeah, they all saw Bigfoot. Yeah. They took it yeah. very well. Like, they didn't spend the rest of the movie talking about the fact that they saw Bigfoot. No, they had to well, go see Powerline. Yeah, and yeah, also yeah. they didn't, like, it's not, they didn't have any blurry photos of, of Bigfoot, so what were they going to do? Okay, okay. If if the four of us all together saw an, a UFO and we didn't record it, do you not think we would talk about that for the rest of our lives? I would assume I was high. But if all four of us saw it. Uh, we were we were all high. At the yeah, same like time. a mutual hallucination. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, like I've been just... like I've I've been near you guys plenty of times. That's completely believable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that you would see it too. Like there. Yeah, is... yeah. No, I'm saying I've been in the same building with you guys before. It's not that hard to get high. <laughs> a legalize it. <laughs> I'll never tell you what it is. <laughs> Possum <laughs> Park. Oh no! I'm Mordecai. You would. You would be Mordecai. <laughs> I'm more of a Buford. Tepper's tops. Yodelahi! Dab. <laughs> I was expecting the dab into Tepper's Tops, actually. <laughs> this one's gonna be a toughie. Like, what do you mean? Where to put it? Oh, we'll get there. No, I think, I mean, you'll put it where you put it. Uh, 
Okay, a goofy movie. I think in the number 20 spot. Oh, number okay. 20. Oh. Number knocking, 20. Knocking out Tenacious D and the, and the less good Bigfoot. Right below the Swan Princess. Interesting. This this movie is not dissimilar from Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny. Yeah, they're both about road trips and Bigfoot. Yeah, yeah, they're, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right below the last uh, Connor Ivan duo. Hell yeah. I respect it. It's a not unreasonable place to put it. Yeah. I find I find like Tenacious D had higher highs than Goofy Movie, but like Goofy Movie was much more consistent in its quality through the whole thing. Um, for the villain, yeah, what is the villain? That that that's what I was saying. That's going to be hard. Yeah, so here we have some options of Pete, glove compartments, teenage angst, lying, lying. I guess communication, poor communication is the real villain here. Good daddies. <laughs> Good daddy versus bad daddy. Um, I feel like Pete, uh, mostly because like, his bad advice is trying to derail like a Goofy and his son's relationship. I just like the act of, of Walt Disney up in the sky causing their shitty glove compartment to open at the most inopportune times. And then the pencil to roll out. Yeah, well, it's just like, he's just like Lucifer tempting them with the map. The fact that Walt Disney exists in the Goofyverse bothers me a lot. (laughs) Um, That's fine. Just remember that Kingdom Hearts also does. Exist in the Goofyverse? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this movie could have used some Keyblades. (laughs) Goofy doesn't get a Keyblade. Does Max... (laughs) <laughs> put max in kingdom hearts comma cowards um okay so in terms of the antagonistic forces of this movie um i think the real answer is poor communication but i'm good with literally any of these really yeah i kind of want like like more direct intake like you don't want like you don't want time like from groundhog day <laughs> Time was a pretty active antagonistic force, to be fair. Um, Can't it just be Satan again? It's all. I mean, it's always Satan. We could do Walt Disney. I don't know he if this movie has a villain. I mean, we're not gonna start now by letting things get away with not having a villain. Like, like the thing I would say about this movie is it more has just like a couple like passive antagonistic forces like yeah like poor communication and like circumstance and things like that where it doesn't have like a direct like one thing that is causing the problem i mean like we did gamork from neverending story which is not technically the the villain in neverending story I mean, yeah, but at least he shows up a bunch of times. No, exactly. I'm I'm just saying. And he is, like, the direct antagonistic force. He's supposed to be the villain. He just doesn't do anything. Okay, we'll we'll say Pete as the personification of of poor communication slash parenting. I am into that. Yeah, yeah, I like that. All right, where does he land on the villainy list? 
Uh, keep in mind his past crimes working with Maleficent. What? Kingdom Hearts stuff. Oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> yeah, he's Maleficent's henchman. Kingdom Hearts is trash. I mean, to be fair, Maleficent isn't technically evil. Anyways. Add. <laughs> god, Kingdom Hearts is such garbage. Add dabbing to Kingdom Hearts, cowards. <laughs> That's probably the only thing that Kingdom Hearts 3 was missing. Okay, moving away from Kingdom Hearts 3 discussion. <laughs> um... <laughs> How villainous is Pete now that he brought upon this discussion? Uh... <laughs> um... Like, he's not a suit. Like, I guess as a, as a representation of all the antagonistic forces, I'd put him... I guess in the number 21 slot for now. Alright. Uh, knocking out Walker from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Yeah. Yeah. Right below Dumb Computer from Logan's Run. Sorry, Pete. Dumb Computers are more villainous. I mean, in that movie, oh yeah. Um, And then, yeah, Business Dad. It's goofy. Yeah. I mean, like, it could be Pete, but it's not Max's dad, so... what What is his business? He's a child photographer? Yeah, he's a child photographer yeah. at the mall. And so is Man. Pete. And yet, Pete is rich. I mean, it's sad that they're both unemployed now. They have a job that hasn't existed for, like, 20 years. Eh, I'm sure one of, one of them landed on their feet, and those feet were on top of Goofy. I think Pete was more like a manager... Yeah, but he was also... Uh, yeah, I guess he didn't actively take the photos. He was just posing the children. Or Velcroing them to the mat. As you do with children. It's how you manage. And then that kid bamboozled the fuck out of him. She did take off her diaper and run through the through the mall. And then out the door. <laughs> he <laughs> lost a child. To be fair, she lost him. She's go She's going for a life in the electric chair. <laughs> life <laughs> in the electric chair. <laughs> yes. You have a comment? It's accurate. Oh my god. <laughs> the rest That's... of her life will be in the electric chair. I just want like a, a 90s like smooth hip hop album cover that's like Ivan's face and holding a rose. Life in the electric chair. <laughs> so, this is our first movie about a dad. Uh, yeah, about dad stuff. Yeah. So, like, we see the full breadth of him being literally only about business very briefly. To being a terrible dad, to being a great dad. Citation needed. I think he's attempting to be a good dad the whole movie. Yeah, that's what I would say. Like, I mean, mean, not in the one scene where he's just doing his job like he should be from nine to five. I guess that's true, but his job is like caring for children. Yeah. Um, I would put him in the uh, number twenty-one slot. Twenty-one. 
taken out King Willy slash Queen Umberta from the Swan Princess. Oh, sorry. No, I mean, oh, actually, sorry. Like, yeah. He, uh, he, yeah, he's the better than that. better than Steel Riddle Dad. He's more business than Steel Riddle Dad. Or no, more... no, he's 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 more dad than Steel Riddle Dad. Oh. So I guess he'd go so in the. So it's 22, 22 slots, sorry, yeah, okay. yeah 22 slots. Our second most dad below artist who sells junk business dad from the Iron Giant. We really like single dads. Yeah. I mean, like, well, I guess, yeah, I guess, like, still riddled dad is. Like, artist who sells junk business dad is the opposite. Of a single dad? He's not he, a dad. He's single, he's single who becomes a dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Steel, Rattle, Steel Riddle Dad isn't single until his wife gets murdered. <laughs> Fair. He's very briefly single. I, actually, I think he dies first. Well, in death they part, right? It's until <laughs> death do us part. So once yes. he's dead, he's yeah. single. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> it's not that uh, she's single now they both are man i got our first shirt once you're dead everybody's single <laughs> <laughs> oh man <laughs> listeners why <laughs> yeah never in the glory um max goof makes sense Maximilian dabbing goof. I think I assume Connor listed possibly and Roxanne. Yeah. I guess we do have like Odette and Derek in this set, and yeah. four, forty basketball kids and forty three cats. We have no <laughs> yeah. solo contenders in this bracket so far. What? Yeah. Have you guys been doing? <laughs> you know, I mean, watch Catwoman. Like, I come back after missing, like, four or five episodes. The best villain is Satan. There's f- I do not remember... I remember the 43 cats. I do not remember the 40 basketball kids. <laughs> yeah. From Catwoman. Cat- Catwoman and the and the officer basically adopt 40 children and 43 cats. No, they have sex in front of 40 children. That's the same... Like I said, That's... basically adopt. That's... <laughs> New law in the books. If you have sex oh in front of a child, you have to adopt it. Oh my god. Oh my god. We are loosey-goosey this episode. We are, Our lives are falling apart. Listeners, help. <laughs> no one can help us now. I feel like, uh, I guess... Uh, Continuing our trend of giving uh, a big teams, um, go like Max. Um, Do you want to throw PJ and Bobby in there as well? Uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking. The cheese guy and uh, my hero, his, his cat friends. Uh, I, th- I think the I think the three of them would the be the whole uh, fucking high school. Let's do it, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of 40 basketball kids and 43 cats, it's just 40 basketball dogs. And a cat. Yeah. Um, During that high school song, there's like two twins. There's like two girl twins singing. And then there's like two guy twins that are on top of the... Yep. Th- so are they a, the weirdest pair of couples ever? Or are they like brothers and sister? I... I was very I mean, surprised by whatever's going on there. Well, so 
important question, I guess. How common are litters in in the uh, Disney universe? Fascinating. Well, Pete seems to only have one kid. Yeah. Goofy only has Mo- one kid. Most people only see- seem to only have one kid, or at least one kid the same age. I believe in the show, Pete has a young daughter. So it doesn't seem like litters are super common. So in that case, because if they were more common, then that's probably something you'd more or less see rather frequently mm. potentially but i guess since their litters are as common as they are in our world but it's pretty okay. weird okay so like let's say you have a twin yeah and then you start dating someone who coincidentally also has a twin and then your twins start dating each other wouldn't you be like hey <laughs> This is weird. Isn't this weird? This is weird. We should swap. <laughs> yeah, it's just a non-traditional relationship setting, that's all. That's the least traditional relationship setting. <laughs> there's fo- there's four of them, one relationship. What's the problem? Also, also those two Star Trek uh, dweebs get to watch. Oh, that was one random thing. That one Star Trek kid at the auditorium, despite being very dweeby, was very ballsy to, like, basically catcall the student council president or whatever exactly she was. Just, like, surprising act coming from someone who looks that dweeby in high school. Yeah, I mean, I think they know what fanboys are. This movie is horny. (laughs) Yeah, this movie is incredibly horny. Hey, you want to come over later? do stuff i enjoy that alistair has the like best ranking out of all of us that would make sense i mean because he's only been on twice and only one of them counts only one that's yeah only one that's being rated so i i would assume he has a ranking of 14 yeah considering you know that's where his movie is currently (laughs) that bastard beating my 14.77 that bastard beating my twenty point four five. I'd like. You I'd gotta like, stop you... bringing these decent movies. You're, you're going <laughs> up in the world. And I, and I mean, if you didn't really luck out with the last unicorn, your ranking would be so much worse. Oh, just you wait. <laughs> Trying to be the best of the worst. Yeah. I mean, succeeding. I mean, like, Shauna's relatively close to being worse than you. It's like two whole points. Shauna's, yeah, safe two whole points. Yeah. I only got two points from The Last Unicorn. <laughs> you know what a good solution to that, this problem is? Stop bringing bad movies. No. no, it sounds like I need to bring more bad movies. Stop telling us what to do. Dad. See, like... Like clearly, Daddy. clearly Connor. <laughs> clearly Connor's job won't be done until the list below the red line is as long or longer than the list above it. Yeah. For movies that were worth your time. And you better believe I got a lot of movies on the list. So I've been hearing over and over again. Have you checked the list? No, I try not to. For my peace of mind. <laughs> My section of the list is like three entire scrolls of movies I am on by myself. 
Listeners, please save me. It's horrific and awesome. Listeners, you'll <laughs> never find where we put him. <laughs> <laughs> Silva, please. I need an adult. So, I think it's about time to rate the movie. Uh, uh shit. <laughs> I give this movie DuckTales. Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> The new show is actually amazing, though. It's <laughs> yeah, it's really good. worth your time. It's it's quite good. I give this movie one awkward teenager coming right out of that projector screen. Um, I give this movie three murders out of three. <laughs> I give this movie one dab out of one dad. Dab. 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 <laughs> Chris. Oh, oh dad. <laughs> Dab. <laughs> Dab on the defeated. <laughs> uh, and as always, I've been your host, Ivan. I'm Chris. I'm Connor. And I'm Tepper. Someone please save me. And a special thanks to 8 Jazz for the use of our theme song. You can find them on YouTube or follow the link in the description.